Hello again. It's the tenth episode. It is the tenth episode. The, mm, I, we never thought we'd get this far, and we, yet here we are. We owe everything to you. We're nothing without you. <laughs> Thank you. We're in the top thirty percent of all podcasts. Yeah. Um, we're having so much fun, and we have a special one today. Yeah, because it is our mid-season episode. So obviously we're gonna do something a little different and special. You know? <laughs> we like to spice it up on the mm podcast, you know. Yes. Notice how I'm not violating people's ears this time. <laughs> oh yeah, you you can go mm podcast. <laughs> anyway, we have a special episode, and the gist is we have ten questions each. Should I questions? Of and course, that's our brand. That is our brand, <laughs> and that is the show, so obviously we're going to have should I questions. And we're going to rapid fire them to each other in fives. So I go to Mickey first, I ask five questions, should I questions to him, he answers them, he fires five back at me, I fire the rest of my fives, and he fires the rest of his fives. But a very important uh, addition to make is that we don't know each other's questions. That is very true. We so don't, anything can so, happen. So we are like you this time. We're hearing the should eyes <laughs> for the first time ourselves. Yes. Um, so let's just start it. And, uh, I'm, not, I'm not ready yet because you want to be so, asked first. So yeah, true. now so, I'm ready. No, now so, I'm ready. So it's a special one. We got 20 should eyes today let's see what happens let's see yeah. what happens let's see. may you press the button for my first question <laughs> wear a kimono as a man oh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm literally wearing a kimono yes, as are. we speak um yeah absolutely i think um wearing a kimono it makes me feel sexy and slick <laughs> no um i like the vibe i think i feel very bougie when i wear a kimono is that um, more of a morning rope type of situation or would you go out fleshing in that i would say i wouldn't, I wouldn't go out in this but i would go out in a kimono mm. um but yeah no i i like kimonos i think they uh, they they're a nice kind of thing to put on when you're a little bit cold you know because i'm that looks very thin doesn't it even is. keep you warm it does <laughs> it does it's a special type of kimono it's love keeps me warm you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know it's it's and i think uh, as a guy do whatever you want you know screw those gender forms wear your yeah. kimono yeah i think is kimono for I, I think there's male kimonos in Japan as well. It's not a probably uh, yeah. tied to gender. Probably. Obviously for a Westerner, geishas come to mind and whatnot. Yeah. But I think kimono in Japan is for everyone. There's just different types. True, yeah. I, correct me if I'm well, wrong, yeah. I'm just assuming yeah, 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 now, but uh, fair. I think mine is often associated yeah, there's, with there's not kimonos in my, Bulgaria. My, well, my kimono is, is little like red silky slutty type thing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, no, I, I, I've, this has been the last couple of episodes I've podcasted on Kimono. Mm. I don't really put it on that much as well. Yeah. As long as it's comfortable. It's very comfortable. Thank you very much for asking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> on to the next one. May you press the button. Oh. Have a collection of vape liquids like a liquor cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, those liquor cabinets, which is like you have... You have wines from, let's say, the 60s, or you, right. have, you have bourbon, you have gin, you have whiskey, you have all sorts of things, and you entertain your guests, but you have vape <laughs> So you have apples and cherries. See, see and the thing is, just now you've given me an idea that I will never, ever get out of my head. Um, I've never thought about it, but now it definitely sounds like something I'd want to do. And I would want to have both the alcohol section and the... Um, and the vape section, but I gotta move my vapes from a like a like a better looking container, you know, because you don't want. Yeah, that's what that's about yeah. what I was thinking. If you're rich enough, you can probably have like custom made little containers. I would totally have <laughs> custom made little containers, and I would all of my uh, friends who vape. Not that I have any, because no one is a fucking loser like me. But everybody is welcome to try out my my vapes. I once did a life map where. I uh, um, like I, I talk about my life up until that point, and you had to do it creatively. And I decided to represent different sections of my life through vape flavors, which now a few years later is just like the douchiest, <laughs> dumbest thing to do ever. Like I'm like 
and so I associate primary school to the, to the, to the smell of double apple vape flavor. Why uh, double apple flavor? No, that's, that. that's actually a theoretical one, but I do associate England with coconut because the first time I came to England, I vaped exclusively coconut. So now whenever I'm vaping coconut, I'm like, hmm, Leytonstone, you know? See, you're missing out on nostalgia when you don't vape. Yeah. <laughs> you um, can have all those memories just from vaping and none of us, me included, are having that. I would totally have a a vape liquor cabinet, yeah. I think that's in what kind the, what would you what would the little bottles look like? My custom bottles? Yes. Um are they like small carved are they artistic do they look like tiny little liquor bottles like uh, those shot bottles I guess I guess I guess, I guess. <laughs> I guess they can't be made out of glass because they gotta be squeezable um, mm, so I'm, 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 I'm just picturing like a very expensive plastic that has been sculpted <laughs> by the best plastic sculptor of all time Hit us if plastic sculpting is the thing. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah, will yeah, visit yeah, in yeah, the future. Yeah. <laughs> so to sum it up, <laughs> yes, sum it up. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, play another. <laughs> Become a fortune teller. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I even, even if you don't believe in it, you might might as well scam people. That's exactly money. what I was about to say. I don't really, I don't, I don't believe in fortune tellers. I don't believe in uh, that type of thing at all. So, and I genuinely, I think. People ask me this. They go, oh, you don't believe them? So you want, you think like all of them are scamming you? No, I think some of them are genuinely crazy and think they can tell the future, <laughs> but they can't really. Like, I think it's a massive placebo and you kind of live in your life in denial. And some of them are actually scamming you. Should you become a fortune teller? I mean... It's kind of an acting thing, isn't it? Because you got to... You gotta yeah. kind of put yourself in the place where you can actually believe it and convince the other person that, hey, I can read your future. Yeah. And it's not outright lying, because... Sometimes out, I, I mean, it is lying. I don't believe in that fortune tellers. I do exactly how you said. I do believe that fortune tellers can believe themselves that they, are, they have some higher power. Do I believe objectively that any person can see the future or read your mind? No. But, uh... But uh, what? Where was I going with that? Brain fart. <laughs> Brain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so ultimately, you gotta convince yourself. That's what you do in acting. You convince yourself that oh, I'm Roger from the 1800s, yeah. and I have this farm or whatnot. So in that sense, you don't have to believe in it yourself, but you got to believe in it or make yourself believe in it enough to make the other person convinced. True. Um, but I think like if you do believe it and if it is a passion of yours, even though that you are, in my opinion, and I do think that I think of this objectively, but let's say that it's opinion based, but in my opinion, um, you're not actually telling the future. But if you do think you are, and that is a passion of yours, then... You know, yeah, sure, become a fortune teller because, like, it's like any other passion, isn't uh, it? They, there must be some kind of craft in it because you cannot outright lie in a sense that it, you, if you ask me, did I take your apple? I would say, no, that's outright lying. Did but, you take my apple? No, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, like, it's not just. They gotta adapt themselves to the customers. True. They cannot just outright just say whatever bullshit comes True. to mind and lie because then ob obviously it wouldn't add up either because yeah. they're like oh yeah i get a sense that there is a dead person here <laughs> does his name start with a t yeah tommy <laughs> yeah, tommy and then you, you gotta keep the act up you cannot just forget like oh great so the dead person was it tessie no tommy <laughs> yeah, yeah tommy <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta have a bit of a craft in that true yeah no so i think uh uh, don't become a fortune teller because they're all lying either to other people or themselves <laughs> But if it is a passion of yours, and if you're good at it, maybe consider it keeping in mind that it is after all Scam would you enjoy it as an experience knowing that it is a scam just for lols go to this witch's hut and get some answers I Have had this question before uh, I would do it But I would do it if the person who's bringing me pays for it and I would do it that way Purely for the principle, because I don't, I don't want to support those people, because I do believe that massively most of them are actively scamming you. Um, 
So I don't want to pay them out. Of, even if it's like two bucks, it's about the principle, you know. Yeah. I don't want to pay them myself. So if I'm, um, I've had this experience where someone really wanted me to go to a fortune teller, and I was like, sure, I'll go, but a heads up, I'm not gonna like it, and I'm gonna be an annoying bitch throughout. <laughs> um, and B, I'm gonna do it only if you pay for it because I don't want to give my money to those people. Fair enough. Would you? I guess, no, I guess you gotta treat it the same as a magic show. Because I've been to like a magician's, like a proper, a proper magician show. So you enjoy it, but ultimately you're not like, you're like, how did they do that? So kind of in the same as fortune teller, you can be like, if they guess right, you're, you're like, how did they know? But ultimately it's, it's all a ruse. It's a lie. Yeah. You, you kind of like, oh, this, this person has superpowers. No, that's not. So you enjoy, for example, magic tricks uh -huh. when you know that you're like, how did they make it? Yeah. That's part of the one. That's part of the fun because you don't know how this thing happened. I agree. Happened. Most people who go to magic shows, though, they know that it's, you know, it's, it's skill of hand. But yeah. majorly the people who go to fortune tellers are actually yeah, like, this person will tell me my future. Yeah. They will not. They will scam you. Yeah, that's the thing. I would probably go and if they're, if they're like, you're from Finland and I would be like, how would you know? And then obviously they could probably look at my face or like they've seen Finnish people before. There's a trick behind that, how they do it. But it would be a fun experience to be like, you're from Finland. Oh, how, did they, how did they know? So, uh, yeah, treat it as a magic trick. I agree. So, moving on. Moving on. Work as a packer for Amazon. Oh. And those are, those are Western, what would I say? <laughs> they're, they're, they're one of those that are completely pressed down by, yeah. by Amazon. Like, you literally have those what wrist watches yeah. to see how... How much you walk and how much you work like you have no rights i think they raised there because there was a huge scandal right with the minimum wage yeah probably i think they raised it to like a more uh but do not quote me on this i'm not sure <laughs> uh i think they raised it to a more acceptable rate well hopefully those people deserve any person deserves more than that i guess if you need a job but uh, is any job better than unemployment like literally if if Partially your human rights is taken away. Is that better than sitting on your couch? <laughs> if you have the money to sit on your couch, no. Uh, but if you're kind of paycheck to paycheck and you literally don't know how you're going to pay for the next meal you have, mm -hmm. then you got to take the job. Like You got to live. Uh, but if you have an opportunity to do any other job. So, for example, let's say the minimum wage is what? 10 bucks for Amazon? Min like, no, less. Less, I think it's eight. Let's say it's eight for Amazon, right? Mm. Um, so let's say Amazon offers you nine bucks an hour or another job offers you eight. I will take the other job even though it's less because mm. Amazon does suck the soul out of you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's all. So we kind of forget the the people because it is very easy to just order from Amazon and be like, oh, I need my Hoover tomorrow. <laughs> but someone needs to pack it and those poor souls that need to pack it. It's also the same kind of thing that happens it's interesting that it's happening in the western world because uh usually western companies it none of this is right by the way <laughs> not one is better than the other but it is interesting that it happens in the western world as well because usually it's like apple who outsources their production to china and then these children's do children hmm. do it so it's awful all around and I guess it's just interesting that Westerners have finally started to eat their own yeah. <laughs> instead of outsourcing it. I do think it got better once the whole scandal kind of began, what, circa 2017, 2018. So yeah. it must be a tad better now. And um, ultimately, to be fair, why are we... It is interesting that we are fighting for Amazon people in the Western world, but then the kid who makes 20p an hour doing your iPhone, the casing for it, or putting it together, we don't we don't really care. We can see them in yeah. the news now and then. We're like, oh, horrible. And then people still buy the new iPhone that comes out. Yeah. So. True. So I guess if you need to do so, but um, be knowledgeable and cautious about the jobs you take supporting the things you support. 
Remember, complain all the way. <laughs> complain all the way. Oh, you deserve better. Everybody deserves better. Moving on. Sell all my stuff. Sell all my stuff. All your stuff. All of my stuff. All of your stuff. Like every single thing besides the flesh on my skeleton. Yes. <laughs> Ultimately, you get money for the, that stuff as well, and then you can buy new stuff. But yeah, but you gotta sell everything. <laughs> that you sell. You, have. you sell everything that you have and buy new stuff. Well, mm. let's look at it like this. Say you do sell everything you have, the new stuff you could buy. You can't buy the same amount of stuff, right? No, probably not. Um, but you can Unless buy... you're a really smart seller and you actually make money. The problem I have with this statement is the word all. Mm -hmm. Like if it was most, I'd say yes, you know, like clean out your soul. <laughs> Do a bit of a spring clean, you know, get some new clothes, donate the old clothes to second hand, you know, as we discussed yeah. in an episode, I don't know. Um, and... Uh, and like sell a lot of your stuff, but like I don't want to like sell every single thing. What, I what own. if what if it's like this that you must sell your stuff in a period of time? Let's say two years. Like right. everything you own now is marked for selling, <laughs> but uh, at in those two years, obviously when you sell, let's say uh, let's say your laptop, you you can buy something else in those two years. So you're never like out of stuff. You're not naked in an empty room. Mm. So it, it's just an ultimate switcheroo. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't judge. I get why people would do it. I personally wouldn't. Uh, I don't have a You know this though. I don't have a lot of stuff. You I have very little. Like, well, I'm, that just means that when you sell them, you don't need that much. But, but the stuff I have, I'm connected to though. Mm. Like, I do have a couple of things that do hold a great sentimental value to me. So I wouldn't sell all of my stuff, but I'm open to the idea of selling most of my stuff so if you would sell most of your stuff what is the stuff apart from gifts and something memorabilia and something tied to your loved ones and friends what is something that you wouldn't sell uh laptop phone because i don't need a new one because mm. i just upgraded a couple of months ago um i would not sell one of my guitars i'd keep the electric one and then anything besides gifts, I wouldn't sell all of my gear, filming gear. Mm. And I wouldn't sell... Um, mm, good question. Everything that hangs on my walls is all gifts, I think. So, yeah, so those, except the mirror. Those I, would, yeah, <laughs> those, those I would keep. I think so. What would you uh, keep? I don't know, probably the like the important stuff. Other than that, I'm not in a sense that connected to my stuff. I could probably I, I would I if if I must sell it all, I actually can, but I would hate it, yes. But do you know I'm what I the, the super tied to my stuff in that sense that I cannot sell anything that I own. I would rather of course do it in a sense that I don't just sell everything yeah. outright. But um, I definitely wouldn't sell my rings. Those I'm connected to. Mm. So my jewelry, I guess, I would not sell. I have so many. You <laughs> I, do. I could, I could just you do. sell a bunch of them. You do. No, I like my, my rings. I'm uh, hold a dear connection to me. So those I'd keep. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That was yeah, yeah. That, that was five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that was five. That was five. Oh, so, so it's me. It's your turn now. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I think my. <laughs> Okay, let's um, see what comes up. Drink snake blood as a shot like they do in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a vegetarian, so that, that doesn't sound very vegetarian to me. Suppose you weren't. But, but yeah, I'm going to take it more as a cultural approach rather than literally animal thing. So... I guess, yeah, why not? Because they do it. Obviously, it doesn't kill you when you do it. And... It's an experience, and uh, it must be very intimidating because they put the whole snake in the bottle in many scenarios. They put the whole snake in the bottle? Yeah, so basically you have the bottle inside the snake and around the snake is the alcohol or, or whatever blood you have. Sometimes I think they eat the heart as well because it's still beating. I'm thinking literally a shot of snake blood. 
Like in a shot glass. Yeah, they do many things with snakes. Oh, funky. <laughs> like, funky. I think they still have the beating heart because snake actually doesn't die when you kill it. Yeah, like tastes the body like chicken gym, apparently. Right? Huh. I've heard. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I do wonder if you get eaten by a snake, does it feel like you well, get eaten by a chicken? If anyone wants to listen to us talk about getting eaten by a snake, episode one, I think. I mean, out of cultural experience, I would probably drink the snake blood. I wouldn't drink like... A f- I wouldn't go like shot after shot after <laughs> shot. It's probably not not that good. But if, 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 if need be and I want to explore the culture, then yeah, why not? Why not have it? Fair enough. Fair enough. Good answer. Uh, I think, yeah. Would you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, it was uh, like on my bucket list. It was like, drink snake blood, which is a bit of a creepy thing for a kid to have on their bucket list. But also, um, obviously, <laughs> if someone prepares it, I wouldn't just go chop a head off a snake and then yeah, just yeah, yeah, <laughs> drink yeah, yeah, it straight yeah, exactly, out of the yeah, snake. Yeah. I think it's just like, yeah, do it for the meme, you know? Yeah, Experience a bit of snake blood. Tied to the culture. Hopefully, so, yeah. it doesn't have like... A disease in it, <laughs> yeah, or something. One could, one, one, one hopes. One does hope. All right. Moving on. Make a rap album. <laughs> Me personally, uh, no. Yeah, you personally, no, because uh, I, I, I can come up with rhymes. I can, I can write rhymes, but uh, ultimately, to me, rap isn't just rhyming. It, it's, it's always fun to see, yeah. like, for example, what Eminem can do with rhymes yeah. and what rhymes with what. But that's not the point. The point in, like, any song is the message. Yeah. So, uh, would, I, would I be able to create enough of a message and rap it convincingly? I don't think I could. However... I could what, do one of those songs that I sing the chorus and the, the uh, professional guy raps the raps the verses. So uh, that song could be. Yeah, but I feel like I would discredit the whole rap scene just going into it. Yeah. Without any kind of experience, it's the same in acting. I see that people hire, let's say, people out of Instagram who have no acting experiences, and then. Other actors are... Addison <laughs> Rae. <coughs> and, and many actors who are actually highly trained are an un- unemployed. So it's kind of a little bit of a paradox. So would I do the same to the rap scene? I would just try to penetrate it when I have zero experience? Out of professional courtesy? Probably not. Yeah. And also purely talent speaking. <laughs> not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I, wouldn't, I would like to rap. It sounds like an interesting thing to experiment. Let me about. paraphrase my question. A t- I, this is not uh, my third. This is a paraphrase. Should I uh, <laughs> uh, play bass in a band? Yes. For you. Yes. Do you really want to do it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Are you seeking? I I I I, I have band talks. Ah. So uh, if you're in a band, talk. if you're looking for a bassist, DM Matthias. <laughs> He's quite good. Depends. <laughs> no, he, Depends yeah. on the skill level you, you're you, looking you for. Really, like, I remember how long since you've played now? Mm, uh, when I started, you yeah. uh, I started after a festival, so end of 2019. But the commitment is fucking like, abs- like good job. You play mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, more or less. You, like, you, you just like, I'm just, you know, type, type, type in a way up here, and I just hear like, do, do, has. <laughs> and his mouth is just, do, 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 do. <laughs> simple song to play but yes yes i would i would like it and it would uh, there's only so much that i can do at home right now so it would be actually fun to jam with other people and try to learn that way as well sick so yes the, to, to that i say yes <laughs> great sick third one third one uh... <laughs> oh god eat salmiyaki which you gotta explain to people what it is if you're not it hearing is, the disgusting it, language. It is, it is very simple. It is salted licorice, and uh, it is disgusting. It is thing in Finland, and yeah, <laughs> it is not for the majority of people in the world, I would say. But um, first of all, the texture <laughs> usually is either it's super hard, and you gotta chew and chew and chew like you never chewed before, <laughs> or it's it's still hard but a bit more gooey. 
and that tends to stick in your teeth <laughs> and then you uh then you have that taste for a long long time so uh, and it tastes horrible in my opinion <laughs> because it's extremely salty it's so salty it it, it, it ricochets <laughs> your body it hits you and then the the licorice taste oh well yeah I, I guess it's more of a cultural thing because for example for example, in Finland, saunas wouldn't be a big deal to other people. Those heats are literally unbearable where we go. So uh, when you grow up with salmiaki, it doesn't really... Not a, kids don't really perceive their surroundings as anything different. Rich kid doesn't know that they're rich. They expect like other kids are treated the same way as them. Yeah. And obviously in this sense also kids don't the culture they are tied with the candy they eat the traditions they have whatever not they believe that the rest of the world does it until yeah. you start to actually grow a brain yeah. and figure out that this is not the case yeah but uh yeah because you grow up with it you don't just hit an age where you don't have it anymore you don't just you you are a finished person you've you've had salmiaki for whole your whole entirety of your life you don't just go 20 i turned 20 <laughs> and suddenly i'm like Bleh! true so um i guess it's more of a acquired taste in that sense that's a much more sophisticated answer than the one i was i was fishing for <laughs> yes i mean ultimately because don't take people's word for it that it just sucks outright chances are it will of course yeah, <laughs> chances yeah, yeah, are it will but Try it for yourself and actually, if you like it, because I've actually met people who aren't finished that actually like it, you might discover a candy which is completely different from anything else in the world. And uh, if not, then you have one of those funny YouTube videos where you're like, <laughs> let me just say this. I hate it, but I'm, I still try it. And if you yeah. give me another one to try, <laughs> I probably will because I'm dumb. But, um, <laughs> but so yeah, all of you, you know, it, it sucks, but try it out. <laughs> There's though. an alcoholic drink made out of that. We had it in one of the Ints parties back in the day. Zoe's drank it. Which one? Shout out to Zoe. It was the first party we had in the second year. First? Bra Brady's house. Shout out to Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of you are listening, but hey. You didn't know that? Zoe's is listening right now. Zoe's, so like, if you're listening, DM us. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I give us some topic. I hated that drink. <laughs> he did. He did not enjoy yeah, it. Fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll get it somewhere someday and I'll make you drink it. But, uh... Me or Zoe's? No, you. Who are you, you talking to? I'm talking to you. <laughs> uh, cool. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Sick. It is um, interesting. Alright, fourth one. Wear leggings as a dude. I always wanted really sparky leggings. <laughs> Why specifically those? They look cool. Like you sparkle, you sparky, like like sequin type of things that they they, they shine. Yeah, like sequin is the is the you know the material the shiny little dots. Uh huh. Like you you that type of thing. Ah. And um, the thing with it, as a man is <gasps> ooh those are cool. Bro. Yeah. The thing the thing as a man when you wear leggings. You cannot wear them without wearing shorts, because uh, your balls and your dick will literally <laughs> burst out. And uh, do I do I accept people who do this on the street? Like they just go out with their leggings? Sure, let it all fly. But it is it, it is it is very very awkward and it is no one wants to deal with you if you just have your captain flagging <laughs> so ultimately as a dude you need to wear shorts and that's the thing i don't like you need to have to com complete the look because the point is you leggings are tight so you need to have you cannot have just very loose yeah. like shorts yeah so to complete the look, you need to have tight shorts, and then that whole combo to me, they need to be the same color, because yeah. you cannot have blue <laughs> jean shorts and True. then black leggings, True. because that will look weird. So uh, it's a it's a it's such a big hassle. So ultimately, I would say yes, but 
just the fact that it, it is so much more commitment than actually just buying pants <laughs> that that what what is what kills it for me specifically me that's the reason so would i yes i would but would i make the effort to actually acquire all of these items probably not so i would wear them if they drop out of the sky right now to my lap yes but uh i wouldn't actively search for this combo and try to wear them it's quite unfortunate because leggings are very comfy they're very very comfy i've worn them like three times no more times i acted in a show in leggings so i've worn them a few times it was so comfy (laughs) and i wish it was like but yeah you're so right like i can't just put on a pair of leggings go out with my mouse out of the house (laughs) and be like Look at me now, it's, it's just tricky, so I agree with you. Yeah. Have an annoying catchphrase, and if yes, what would your catchphrase be? <laughs> oh, why, would I, why, why am I a comedy character? <laughs> uh, I would, I'm trying to think of a catchphrase I would have. Out of the bad, first of all, I would say no, don't have a catchphrase. That's cringy as fuck. <laughs> I don't think anyone in real life has a catchphrase. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people in real life have, but uh, can they? anyone in the real world pull it off? No. It's also like, do you consciously make your own catchphrase or do people make your catchphrase for you? So it's just something that you say a lot or are you actively going like, I'll make this my catchphrase. Yeah, that's that's a good question. I would, I would, but then if other people start saying the catchphrase for me, it's not technically well. Technically, it is my catchphrase, but <laughs> other people do it, so it's not the same. I how I figured it out. I should have my own, and I annoy people by ah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so um. No, don't have a catchphrase. I already explained why, but I'm also thinking if I would have a catchphrase, what it, what, what would it be? Be, be, <laughs> be um, it would be, it would be. That that's your catchphrase. King in the castle. I don't even like Borat. King in the castle. King in the castle. But you have a Bulgarian tie to Borat. I do have a Bulgarian. Uh, shout out, Maria Bakalova. <laughs> shout, shout out. Win that Oscar for the entirety of Bulgaria. They, I think by the time this airs, the Oscars have... Oh no, it's... Uh, when this airs, the Oscars are like four days after that. So good oh. luck, Maria Bakalova. Good, good luck. So, uh, my catchphrase would be... Who let your cat out of the door? Oh, no! <laughs> And what does it mean? Even I don't know. I just saw I just saw the image in my head and said it. But that would be my cat. That would actually be very nice. It, it would be very confusing and the most annoying inducing catchphrase. Who let your cat out of the door? You gotta start. You gotta start. And then people are like, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> Who let your cat out of the door? See? It works immediately. <laughs> you can put that anywhere. Like, someone is ha- like, I'm having a really big relationship issue and you're like listen who let your cat out of the door <laughs> who so let your it's, cat it's, out it's of that the door? one i think you I should start think. using that more often <laughs> i think I not think you should start using that more often. i think not it is okay. you sir it is i survived all my five and it's up to you again all righty roo <laughs> <laughs> who let your cat out of the house <laughs> just press the button <laughs> Start a revolution and overthrow the government. Whoa! 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, who let your cat out of the house okay? <laughs> but then, ultimately, if you overthrow the government, you can you can take its place and you can shape the country however you want it to be. I mean, Mickey Land. <laughs> R- rivaling Disney World. Everybody must vape. <laughs> No one leaves their house unless they're in a kimono. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, there's so many problems with the government and the system. I do support protesting against it. <laughs> and I do. I don't know about me personally overtaking it and becoming a new world supreme leader. <laughs> I, um, I wouldn't say the world. The part of oh, the government. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Which country would you overthrow? Which country would I overthrow? Uh, well, I mean, 
the point is like to fix a country, right? I so, get no. like, usually revolutions start out of the fact that something is wrong. I mean, there are wrong things in any country. Um, some more than other, obviously. Mm. I would, I, off the top of my mind, I have a couple of Western country names that I'd say. But I don't think those are the countries that need fix. Like, for example, I could say the States, because the States has a lot of problems. I don't think the States is, uh, has more problems than, like, a third, third world country. Though. Yeah. So if I'm fixing it, I'd want to do the most good possible. So I'm going to take the thing that has the most problems and then overtake that. If, if you overthrow Vatican City, you will become the new Pope. <laughs> That's true. I can make it my own religion. Disclaimer. Vape liquids are now fucking religious artifacts. <laughs> disclaimer. Don't overthrow Vatican City. Yeah, yeah. Disclaimer. Pope, don't cancel us. <laughs> don't cancel us. <laughs> We're not overthrowing Vatican City and nor should you. And yeah, so I guess I would, I mean, I would protest. I, it's definitely not on the top of my list to overthrow a government. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, you never know where life's going to take you. Maybe someday. <laughs> yeah, maybe someday. If, w would you join a revolution if that happened? Depends like, on like a solid revolution. It's not like something is wrong in the country and now we're overthrowing the government. Would you join it if you agreed with it? Or would you just stay home and see what happens? Depends on the circumstances. I'm not going to lie. Like, it, it does depend on the circumstances. Mm. I'm more inclined to say yes. But I can say yes. Because, like, if there is a full-on revolution... <laughs> 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 uh, it really does depend on, like, what the cause is, what the government is, what, like, like how are we going to overthrow it, who's leading it, etc., etc. I'm mm. more on the yes side, but I don't know for certainty. Yeah. Would you? I don't. I, I don't really know. I guess I need to see the cause first because exactly, technically yeah. overthrowing a government happened in the states, and would I accept that kind of revolution? No. So um, I guess it's very, very. You need to be pushed down as a society and as a as a person to really start. Really start a revolution and join it and whatnot. So. Shit needs to be really wrong before I hit the streets. True. I guess. I agree. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's summed up. Moving on. Hit that button. <laughs> Surgically install a third arm. <laughs> what a fascinating question. What an outside of the box thinking where, question. Where would you install a third arm first thing? <laughs> Well, let me let me first think about whether I do it at all. Um, is this a world where third arms are widely available? Like, am I one of many? Or yeah, am sure, I... sure. It wouldn't be like you wouldn't get <laughs> I'm not, any, I'm, any bad I'm not like ridicule, ridiculed. No, you're not ridiculed. So, you're not... so it's just like a service that like Apple provides. Like, get your third arm. <laughs> sure, in. Apple provides a third arm. Right. Okay. Um, would I, is does it look like an arm? Yes, it is literally an arm. Like literally looks, functions, everything. Yes. And I can pick the spot. Yes. And it's the same the same length, the same everything. Yes. Sorry, I gotta get it the is, parameters. It is, it, is, it is a normal third arm. You can choose whether it's a right or a left arm. Ooh. And you can you can install it wherever you want. Is it can I destall it whenever I wish? So can I like say I have no, a No, you need to have some leeway. It's I, permanent. So say I have a formal event and the dress code is no third arm. Can I can I can I? No, no. You, I guess, I guess so, that event is cancelled for you. Once I have it, I have it. Yeah, once you have it, you have it. I probably wouldn't. Just because, like, I don't think I need it. But if I would, I would probably install it to, like, come out of the, the um, uh, right side of my, uh, the, my shoulder, my right shoulder. Like on the back of it, so that way I kind of have like two right arms <laughs> next to each other, and they're like swing, swing, swing in a way. <laughs> I don't think I would though. I think it would complicate my life more than it would benefit it. Would you? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I I find it hard to like the benefits are so little of having a third arm that. You can do so much already with two, and you have lived your life entirely with your two arms. Unless, of course, you lost one, which is different, and my heart goes out to you. But, <laughs> but uh, if, if, like, 
What, you, you don't need more than two. Why would you use the third one? Yeah, like, four? what kind of a person are you that you need a third? <laughs> like, that's also a good catchphrase. Like, honey, you need a third arm. <laughs> yeah, I don't, so, I, don't, I don't see a point myself. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't as well. So, uh, <laughs> no to third arm. No to third arm. Stop at the top or keep going until my career fades. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Who let your cat out of the house? Whoa. Um, say the question again. Should I stop at the top or keep going until my career fades? I guess... Well, good question, first of all. <laughs> um, obviously, I would say stop at the top. But I think the problem is that you don't know when the top is. Yeah. I don't think, I think no one is like, oh, this is my peak. Uh, I'm going to keep going. And I know that I'm going to do projects of lesser quality, but I'm going to mm. keep going. I think everybody thinks that the next thing is going to be bigger and brighter. So even if you say that the top for you is kind of worldwide uh, recognition for you as an artist, you win awards, you do all the projects that you want to do, you work with all the studios, production houses, uh, colleagues, directors, etc. I think even when you reach what is objectively to the public a top, hmm. you're going to keep going because to you, it's not a top. You've yeah. just checked something off. Uh, so I think... Of course, I'd say when you reach the top, kind of like Tarantino, right? He he wants to make 10 films, that's it, mm. um, which is a great mentality. But I think that's super difficult to tell that to yourself because you, you always want to go up, 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 develop, develop, develop. So I'd say stopping at the top would be lovely, except I don't think I or 99.9% .9 of the people would ever be... Um, <clears throat> emotionally intelligent enough to identify the top mm. so that I just couldn't. So I'd say, yeah, stop at the top, but it's practically impossible. So you can't really. Mm. I guess to me, it's more of a question of do you, are you looking for fame and glory or are you looking to just make what you love? Because yeah. if, if you, if you want to be an icon like Elvis, you're remembered from like years after years yeah. after years after years and, and People compare like, oh, you started rock and roll, so like, oh, you started this new directing idea. Then if if that is what you want and you want to live on forever in people's minds, then yes, yeah, stop at the top. But um, ultimately, I fail to see why wouldn't if you love something, why wouldn't you do it until you hit the grave? Like, why wouldn't you do something you love? Why would you stop it just so people remember you? I agree, definitely, and you've definitely like pointed out a flaw in my logic because I'm thinking about it like exactly you said, like to be remembered or to be like uh, viewed by the public. But at the end of the day, it's individual and personal. So of course, if if you wanna keep doing what you love, you keep doing what you want, no matter when you reach the top. Yeah, I think there is nothing wrong with this wanting uh, glory. After mm. a certain point, I don't know if that should be your main driving uh, force, but I don't think there's anything wrong with it as well. Mm. Uh, so I think you just got to identify what you want for yourself. And you can just... Yeah, it's such a complex topic. I have 18 thoughts <laughs> in my head right now trying to collect them. Brain freeze. <laughs> Brain freeze! <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't think you should give up on what you love just because you've reached a point of um, glory or greatness. But if you do want to keep a legacy, because I know a lot of people, I know I, I think for a lot of artists, a very driving force is like the immortality of having mm. art, of like having whatever you make is on this world as an art form forever. So if that is dear to you, and if you want to keep that legacy, then just be mindful of what you do from a certain point on. It's very difficult to speak because I, I don't think we have good enough perspectives on this because we haven't reached yeah. that point yeah. or know anyone who has personally. Yeah. yeah. 
Hopefully, I, I I'm hoping. I don't know anyone who's in there. <laughs> you know, yeah. no offense. Like what I was thinking. Uh, also, it is good to remember the reverse side. Like if you were at the top of your career, people adore you. People don't want you to ever quit. If you need to quit, it is okay to yeah, also yeah, yeah. stop at the top of your career. You don't have to go like the studio says, make fight for films yeah. because it makes us money. Then uh, say fuck that and stop when you need to stop. Agreed. If any any superstars are following yeah, yeah, yeah. us, that's the <laughs> advice from me to you. DM <laughs> us. Yeah, free to use. <laughs> All right, we have, I think, wrapped that up in a nice packet. <laughs> Moving on. Get a pet rock. <laughs> a pet rock? Pet rock. You know they sell those, right? No. Yeah. No. There, there is a there is a pet rock. You have you. I think you get a rope, a box for it to live in, and uh... what the fuck am I looking at right now? <laughs> why? Pet, yeah, pet rocks are a thing. I mean, now that I've seen it, yeah. Why? <laughs> how a much is rock. how much? How much do you pay for a pet rock? How much do you pay? Should I buy it? Is, it, is a, it, is, it is a super cheap, like, let's say let's say a golden retriever can cost a thousand pounds. Pet rock is... 7.99. That's not even bad. 7.99 for a pet you rock. You can also get one for 4.99, but I don't like that one. Yeah, that's that's Seven. probably that's probably bred in inhumane in condition. Who the fuck does this? I mean, who the fuck does this? If you If you want to see what we are seeing, Go look for a pet rock. Why? I'm not against the idea. I would do it for the meme. <laughs> I guess it's a gift that'd be dope. Yeah. But why would you buy it for yourself? Like, do you wake up one day and I'm like, you know what? It's a Wednesday. I'm really feeling like getting a pet rock today. I don't, what a strange I don't world. Know, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a social thing. Maybe oh. like, maybe it's maybe it's kind of the stuffed animal kind of sense in humans that you uh, you. When you have stuffed animals as kids, you kind of give them personality in your mind that they're your friends in that sense. I guess the same kind of brain part is giving the meaning to the pet rock and you actually start thinking of this rock as a thing that has emotions and uh, personality and <laughs> my pet rock <laughs> lights when the light comes out I'm in the window. Like, I'm gonna say no, don't get a pet rock, but... If someone gifts it to me, I would genuinely like it. Would genuinely make me happy. <laughs> would you take care of it? No, but it, but but but, uh, but it would genuinely make me happy, and I would I would laugh at that. So uh, I've gotten some weird gifts over the over the years, um, like the Hillary Clinton uh, thing that I got. Shout out, <laughs> oh, yes. shout out, Vaca, who gave me a Hillary Clinton head that had um, a hole in it too. For a plant to grow yeah, like a and make a hair. It's very strange. It's like a plant who grows out of Hillary, Hillary Clinton's brain. <laughs> and then her hair is a plant. The it, plant was, yeah. it was the weirdest <laughs> gift. But it was dope. So, just like a pet rock would be. So, <laughs> yes. you know. Yeah. So, get a pet rock if we, as a gift. <laughs> yeah, get a pet rock as a gift. <laughs> Alright. Uh, final question. Oh, oh, sorry about <laughs> that. <laughs> Stick around in a party if I'm obviously not wanted. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. So uh, you 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 like the party. You enjoy the party very much, but uh, people want. But how, want you how there. can you enjoy the party if you know that you're not wanted? Maybe it has free alcohol. <laughs> I think most parties have free alcohol. I guess. But uh, but uh, yeah. Should you stick around if you're obviously not wanted? It's not like. <laughs> Here comes that asshole, get out of here. No, but you, if you, like, let's say you see a circle of four people, you're like, I'm gonna talk to those guys now. And the mood obviously changes, like, yeah, just talking about, you know, weather, <laughs> I fried eggs, fried eggs are nice. Like, that kind of, like, tone changes. And every single person you talk to is kind of like that. So, do you like the people in this theoretical scenario? I guess you're indifferent. To liking them, like you don't hate them by any sense. You you like being there, but people don't like you being there. I'm gonna say, I think it's a tricky one because like, what you you have the perspective of do whatever you enjoy, but then it's also kind of like well, it's kind of a shitty move, isn't it? Like no one really wants you there. You're bringing the mood down. So like we've all been in that situation when there's this like one guy at a party you host 
that you don't really want and no one really wants them there. I know exactly who I'm talking about and you know exactly who I'm talking about. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> um, I'll say it, we'll cut it. <laughs> maybe we bleep out the name and keep all that in. Maybe. Um, but um, no, so I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like... <laughs> thinking about that motherfucker that I didn't want <laughs> <laughs> um I guess I guess I get I'm more on the no side to be honest mm. because uh, at the end of the day it's a party and mm. I, I, I think a party is very dear to me so the goal is for people to let loose and enjoy themselves and if you're that one dickhead <laughs> that is obviously like making everybody feel uncomfortable then I'm, I'm gonna go on a limb and say just do everybody a solid and and fuck off for the night <laughs> In the nicest way possible, of course. What if they don't have any friends and that's their only chance? Well, <laughs> come on! Uh, if they don't have any friends, stick around. But then if you don't have any friends and you're not wanted at the party, there is probably something you gotta work on first <laughs> before you go to a party. So, like, are you... Because I think people are much more accepting nowadays, you know? Like, you don't have... Like, I think... Because uh, a lot of people are, like, socially awkward and... Mm. We used to be like, oh, he doesn't know how to speak to people. Fuck mm -hmm. him. But now we're much more like accepting of different moods and vibes and shit. Hmm. Uh, so I'm confidently going to guess that if you're that guy who is not wanted at the party by everybody, then you're probably kind of a dick <laughs> and you should uh, fix your dickheadness first before going to a party. Hmm. Right? That's yeah. a good answer. Yeah. If you're a dickhead, fix yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Identify it as you were a dick and move on. <laughs> All right. Why You're am I making weird noises today? I'm like, that was my last question, so it's now you. Oh my goodness. Let your cats out. I'm <laughs> letting my cat out. Ooh, that, that cannot become a catchphrase. Oh, I can't wait to ask you this first uh, question. This first question is something that I've wanted to discuss for ages, and Matthias has been against it. Learn to make a good cheese board. <laughs> I, I, we have discussed about this. It was a very short discussion, and I'm gonna have the same answer as I had then. <laughs> it probably takes five hours to max, max to learn how to make a good cheese plate. And the question was if you don't make the cheese yourself, if you just store by it and then put them on a plate, it cannot be that hard. And furthermore, if you invite guests and have this cheese plate for guests, are they gonna judge you that the cheeses are not set perfectly? Probably not. It depends on the guests and on the vibe. Is the queen coming over? Well, no, but if you're like hosting, say you, you, you reach a lot of success, like 10 years from now, and you're hosting for like important people, and those important people, they're like the sons of daughters of some people who their entire life have made good cheese boards and they're like this motherfucker is coming here from Finland yeah doesn't even know how to make a damn cheese board <laughs> I don't see that kind of scenario going on in my head but uh literally to me cheese board if if it looks clean and you made a nice effort to it it doesn't have to be like millimeters to impress me so true uh, true and ultimately, if cheese board doesn't look like it was just piled on top of each other and it looks like crap, well, I, I don't need to be impressed by a cheese okay. board. You said that it's going to take you five hours max to, to learn, learn like, proper so cheese board. should you invest five hours into learning to make no. a proper cheese no. board? What if you need it? What if, you're, if, what if you have a gun to your head and they're like, you need to make the cheese Yes, make that <laughs> If you have a gun in your head and you're about to die, then give it a shot. <laughs> Watch the tutorials. Learn it. Obviously, you don't want to die, so... Uh, Learn the cheese board, but I fail to see a relevant situation where fully mastering a cheese board is mandatory. If you work for, let's say, a, let's say a high-end five-star hotel, then those guys will probably teach you. Hence, it's not your five hours; it's the company's five hours that goes into it. So, uh, if if offered <laughs> to learn how to properly board a cheese, do it. I'd say if you desperately needed in your life or have a gun to your head that is about to end your life because of Jesus <laughs> then learn it but if you just put an effort into it in a normal gathering who cares 
You, you just make it clean. Fine, okay, fine. Those are all good arguments. Okay, I'm gonna stop bringing up the cheese discussion into the mm podcast. Okay, fine. It's done. It's now fine, official okay. canon of mm. Got it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> who let, Have you, who let your cat out of the door? <laughs> <laughs> so feisty. <laughs> Play it again. <laughs> Have sex dressed as the Hulk. See, but you're not. Is, is the whole costume like padded? Yes. Like, am I, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's not just so me you're, being green. You're larger, but your penis remains the same. <laughs> I right off the bat, I would say no because it's so padded right. that it's really hard to thrust anything but your hip. You right. know. So well, that's the only thing you kind of thrust. But I mean, like moving around or repositioning yourself right. or doing anything other than thrust. It feels like you're trapped. And the only <laughs> thing you can do is thrust your hip. What if so, your partner really wants it? I mean, I guess, yeah, at that point, I would figure it out. But uh, I've, I, I've had to see how it would be great. Because once again, you, you, you are trapped in this I knew costume. a girl whose biggest fetish was exactly that, to have sex with someone as they're dressed as the Hulk. And I never got it. I, I never got why the Hulk specifically. Well, I mean, once again, I state that the whole costume would be huge. <laughs> so, uh, it, it, would, it wouldn't make good sex out of the sheer physical... Uh, <laughs> True, actually, yeah. Physical <laughs> blocks that you have. Uh, unbalanced, unbalanced. Yeah, because um, <laughs> if, if, if you were in a Hulk body, like you had control of the entire body, then yeah. But you're more like a spaghetti in this yeah, body yeah, yeah, yeah. too. You so, don't really uh, have a center of weight. Yeah. So uh, it will it would just be super awkward. And if we go, let's say I'm taking missionary as the sex position, position you would just <laughs> bury this person oh, no, <laughs> under oh, the no, whole Hulk outfit. So, true, um, true. So well, uh, my final answer is <laughs> if, if one... Or the other in in this sexual relationship really really needs a hog to give them a good pounding. Then yeah, but um, it probably comes to a point where it's just outright bad. So uh, in that sense, I will say no. Out of the get go, should I just casually dress as a hog during sex? No. Good good answer. <laughs> Very good answer. Um, okay. <laughs> Glamorize celebrities. <sighs> Glamorize as in your stereotypical celebrity culture. You know? I'm thinking more about it like, should you look at celebrities as icons? Or like, put them on a higher pedestal than, than your average? Yeah, if they did something worth it. If their skills in whatever crafts are literally inhumane. Well, not inhumane, because obviously it was done by humans, but... Uh, not if it was done by the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if, if your acting is out of this world, if you dance like no one else has ever danced before, if you, if you invent things, if you're working in a theater and you, you invent new style of theater, which is at this age is practically impossible, but not probably for some people, because people are, people are clever... Then, then yeah, should you should you be respected in your in your field? Yes, absolutely. And should you be held at a at a status of an icon? Yes. But um, to glamorize celebrities in a sense that like oh they need to wear the latest clothes or they need to like show humanity how it's done. Mm. No. Because uh, ultimately, celebrities are human as well. It's their life. They don't need a studio to say like, oh, this is how we market you the best. Obviously, if you want to go that route, if you want to like have, let's say, a cool haircut, which the studio gives you, why not utilize that? Use, use the studio to your advantage, but don't let anyone, in whatever position you are, don't let anyone, in a sense, tell how your life is going to go or what you should be to fulfill someone else's vision. So uh, I think you've said it really well. Like with celebrities, there is definitely th there is a reason for most of them, at least. There is a reason they're they're there where they are. So for for some of them, no, most of them was a bad choice. But for some of them, there should be. I do think there should be a level of 
uh, respect and admiration because a lot of them are very good at what they do. Uh, mm. But that doesn't mean they're not human. They have their own insecurities and complexities and problems and successes and desires and etc. that us and everybody who's listening do. Um, yeah. So you shouldn't think of them as gods. You should understand they're humans who just happen to be quite good at what they're doing and should be probably respected for their achievements. Yeah, I never understood like the gossip culture in a sense. Yeah. That, uh, what? Why? Why? Who cares if a celebrity dates someone else? Who cares about their personal lives? I never got into that myself. So. Uh, I guess ultimately it comes down to stories yeah. that you would get, let's say, from books or movies, but it is cheaper and more available to you if you buy just a magazine from MS on your way home and then you read, like, oh, this person from reality TV broke up with this. They threw fucking flowers <laughs> at each other. Then uh, on the middle of the street. So uh, you, you get that same kind of story, but it's also based in real life and you're like oh good thing but uh who cares True. ultimately so to glamorize celebrities in that sense is almost more harmful than it is and you don't know the person nobody knows the celebrities in that sense you don't it's one one like the saying you never meet your idols because celebrities never probably i would yeah. say never match what is their public personality yeah like they say dr phil is the biggest asshole in the world but yeah. obviously he's not gonna be that in his show he would not have viewers so um in that sense like why glamorize anything glamorize them for their skills yes but not who they are why, why glamorize anyone for their personality you can be like they're cool because personality can be um augmented yeah but you, you can always say that this person is cool, yeah, but should they be raised to a higher pedestal than the rest of the people just because they're cool? No. Yeah. I agree. Good answer. Thank you. That has that one and the um, stop at the top. They have... Um, Meat in them. They have full-length uh, potential. <laughs> yes, they do. Wear only pink on Wednesdays, like they do in Mean Girls. <laughs> on Wednesdays, we wear pink. <laughs> I mean, it is probably nice to keep a rhythm in your life. You look at your calendar and you're like, Wednesday, pink day. But also, I can feel it that it is very limiting. Let's say Wednesday is your grandma's funeral. <laughs> Like it just happens wow, to be yeah, event Wednesday, yeah. so you probably wouldn't wear it. <laughs> it's a pink day, gotta go. So ultimately, it would be much too limiting for me to just wear a pink. And are we talking like full pink, not like a pink shirt and yeah, jeans? Like, yeah, like yeah, full, full yeah, yeah, like in Mean Girls, full, full on pink. Full on pink. You're just pink all the way. Me personally, I don't think I can rock a full <laughs> pink. That would. I think that'd be interesting. That would be very you interesting. You in all pink. Yeah. You and should get an all pink also, suit. The earrings need to be all pink. You should that. get... A, well, is it all pink? Let me see how they look. Um, <laughs> pink outfit. So, just thinking all pink, I would say no. No. It's like um, mostly in the shade of pink. Look, so... Yeah, so she's got like a black skirt on. Yeah, so, so you can I, wear, I just need a pink a item, a prominent item, like top or yeah. bottom, but uh, yeah. I don't have to wear full pink. How yeah? How funny would it be if like someone does this and doesn't tell anyone, and no <laughs> one realizes that every single Wednesday for his entire, or her entire life, they've worn pink, and then one day they're dead and they're like, I wore pink every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ultimately, I put it just in the fact that does it give anything to me or do I get a benefit from it? No. Yeah. So, uh, the meme I, isn't the, strong the enough. The meme isn't strong enough I to agree. Pull, pull pink. I agree. The entirety of my life. So, uh, 
out of the bat, I would say no. I would agree. If the meme was bigger, I'd do it for the meme. But yes. it's in this weird limbo state where the meme isn't good enough and the <laughs> yes. thing isn't good enough. So it's like, but if it gives you something, if you're like looking forward to every Wednesday so you can wear a pink color, why not? But I, I, I have other fulfillments personally, so <laughs> I, uh, I don't, I don't see any point in me wearing pink every Wednesday. A very, very good answer. <laughs> Thank you. Last one. Last, <laughs> Last one. one of our mid-season. Ooh, let's hit it. Get a little pottery wheel, like uh, for real, like the one that you kind of press and then get clay and start doing pottery and like make your own plates and shit and your own little ashtrays, like say, like <laughs> Seth Rogen. But Excuse not me. pottery like, <laughs> bless you, goddamn. <laughs> your god. <laughs> That's a universal saying. <laughs> no. So you're not just doing pottery like taking clay and forming it, but you gotta have the wheel. And it's for real pottery, you know? For real pottery. So getting into pottery, basically. Yeah, why not? Because I like sculpting, I like clay. You do like sculpting. Why not, why not, why not make it into a full, full thing? Full why haven't you? I, huh? Why haven't you? Like, made it, like, like explored it deeply. Because ultimately, I don't need vases. <laughs> the need is not there for me to just yeah. make them. You need mugs. Everybody needs mugs. I, I, I made a mug in high school ah. out of clay. and uh, Is it the one you're using now? <laughs> no. But that's the thing. I never wanted to drink from it because I knew what it was. I knew it was clay. I see. What do you probably, think these are? <laughs> no, but... I, there's something like those are professionally made and I didn't trust myself I see. My, my mug was good enough. I see. To, <laughs> it would have been awkward if I poisoned myself with my own mug. But um, yeah, if I, I'm always, uh, what would I say, encouraging people to be as self-sustained as they can in the current world. I don't mean like move to a countryside and farm your own food and, and be self-sustained, no. But uh, I always support, like, if you can support your local butcheries, for example, or like your local gardeners or whatnot, then support them. I'm hoping that one day I have a big enough backyard to grow my own plants in there, have like tomatoes from the garden and make food out of those. So in that sense, would I go into sculpting and make my own vases, let's say for flowers, that would be cool. And uh, I just don't have enough time really because I guess that takes such time and it, I don't it, even it's a skill it's yeah a and skill. I don't even have a space for that because it would be messy as fuck yeah. and I cannot just yeah. <laughs> sculpt in my room and have clay everywhere so um, if I had let's say a giant garage or a working studio or something like that then and time on my hands then yeah that would actually be pretty dope and I would get into it probably and it, it would be a fun thing to like share with someone as well like actually do mm. but uh as a hobby but uh in my current state i have to say no but maybe in the future i will leave a rain check that's a good bases. answer i would make one small addition uh very important to say as well that if you're listening try out all the art that you want to try out like yeah. anything that's an artistic expression i think i can speak for both of us yes. we very much support like try out anything um, you know, paint, sculpt, uh, make microwaves pop, <laughs> make uh, you know, <laughs> um, do do anything artistic because who knows what you might like and it's very cool to have an outlet from art. Yes. Yes, very much. That was our special That's our 10th episode. episode. I'm going to pop it. I'm going to do <laughs> it. it. Where, which one I, do I pop it? Right I, I think you need to unwrap it. <laughs> do I? I think so. It's the arrows. I don't think so. It says rotate this way. I think it's probably oh, I'm plastic. I'm rotating the wrong way. Uh, Wait, I'm gonna pop it! Whoa, that's a loud Jesus, pop. Jesus fuck. fucking Christ! <laughs> Holy oh my god! god. <laughs> I wish oh I could later, but the sound is Holy insane. Shit. That was fucking aggressive, man. Oh my god. Anyway, thank you for your 10th episode. Thank you for your... Yeah. Um, <laughs> go follow us. Uh, follow us. There's ten more. Yeah, to there's come. ten more to come. We're probably gonna take a week to break yes, till the next one. Mid-season break. Yeah, so we're gonna take a little break. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Subscribing. Yes. 
Follow us. En- enjoy life. Celebrate enjoy like life. we are. What, what are we on? What are we on? And, and lastly, lastly, we want to ask you all, who the fuck let Yorika out of the house? <laughs> yes. With that, goodbye.